are you here? Like, what are you, what do you want? Those dudes are the fucking worst. That's you. You just described yourself. <laughs> I'm the fucking worst. What are your red flags? You can be honest, because I'll answer if you want to know. Okay. Um, I'm scared. Is this off the record? It's on the record. It's on the podcast. Off the record, like here, though? Like, are you going to use this against me? I am solely here to plug my OnlyFans. Shut up. Okay. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Be Here Now. I am your host, Bridget Mitchell. It feels so weird to say that, but you know, the ebb and flow of life. Um, I'm back for now. Um, and this week's episode is unlike anything I have posted before. And so this intro is going to be a little bit longer for me to kind of explain why the hell I'm doing this and why this, you know, out of pocket, <laughs> out of pocket should be the title of this episode because it's just out of pocket. I don't know how else to explain it. Um, why this episode is being posted. Um, so bear with me for a couple minutes, but I got back in the dating scene last summer and I had this idea to go on 10 dates in one month. And all of my friends were like, oh my gosh, that's going to be so easy. You know, everyone, like there's a big dating scene in Austin. Well, that did not turn out. And I do talk about that a little bit on the episode. So, um, yeah, the whole 10 dates in one month kind of got put on hold. But a few weeks ago, after I took like this six month hiatus from that time to now, I had an idea to um, like have a first date as an episode, a podcast episode. And that wasn't my like initial intention when I downloaded the app. Like I did want to just like hang out and meet new people. Um, but when I matched with this person, I was like, oh my gosh, this would be hilarious. He's like the perfect person for a podcast episode because we had really good banter and we just like, I said this, I say this on the podcast, but we matched energies pretty well. And so I asked him if he would be interested in being on my podcast as our first date and he agreed and he, um, yeah, it was great. So I matched with Ben on Hinge and <laughs> my roommate set up like this interrogation table in our living room and um, he came over and yeah, we talked for a little over three hours. And so, I mean, this episode is only like an hour and a half. So it took me, it's taken me a few days to like listen to everything and just kind of chop up what I thought was like the best parts, um, and the appropriate parts because we did have, again, a lot of out of pocket, uh, <laughs> spicy conversations. So those were not really like podcast appropriate, but it was overall, I think a really good experience. So I just paused the intro to ask Ben what he thought of the like date or the episode. And he said he gave it an eight, um, well, that wasn't his real answer, but he told me to say eight. So I'm going to just stick with that. But I, Ben, I really appreciate you taking the time to like be on my podcast and to be super open and vulnerable, um, to have like a weird experience with someone for the first time. And if you guys like this episode, I'm really curious to know if you think that I should keep doing this as like first dates. Um, I'm really just one to have 
open conversations with people in general, but I really like having these kinds of conversations with new people because at the end of the day, like we're all human and I think it's fun to like strip away the layers like sooner rather than later in order to really get to know a person. And I feel like that's kind of what I did here with Ben, even though like there's still a lot that I don't know about him and there's a lot that he doesn't know about me, but this was definitely just like a good way to meet someone. So yeah, if y'all like this, I'm curious to know your thoughts. Um, But thank you so much for listening. This is Be Here Now. I have a hinge, a guy from hinge, a stranger from hinge who is a man. I think that it is what he identifies as. He is sitting in my living room <laughs> across from the table, and I'm going to talk to him. Wow, what a <laughs> riveting intro. Um, can you please introduce yourself? Okay. Uh, hey, everyone. I am Ben. I am said random hinge guy that's either going to make for a really cute or a really funny story, depending on how the rest of this interview goes. Wonderful. Do you want to share like how old you are, what you do? Sure. So I am a very old 26 uh, Libra. I'm an October guy. Uh, And I really like doing anything active and outdoors. Uh, So really lovely time of year for that with this weather. Yes. uh, Snowpocalypse round two is happening tomorrow and we are all gearing up for it. Hold on. I I just wanted this out of the way. Thanks. Thanks for that one, by the way, Greg. Appreciate it. Oh my god, I saw that, and he was like, I can't guarantee that uh, I will be able to supply power. I can guarantee I would fuck Greg at, grab at, ah. grab at, Greg Abbott. <laughs> I can guarantee I would fuck Greg Abbott up in a street fight. Oh, that's pretty aggressive. It is. I but... feel like anyone can fuck Greg. Isn't he in a wheelchair? <laughs> <laughs> Even if he could use his legs, I still got his number. That's so personal. That was funny, but I don't like that one. Guy's a douchebag. He is, though. Um, okay, cool. So you're a Libra. Um, we matched like, I don't know, three days ago. I had just redownloaded Hinge. I'm going to ask you a lot of questions. And the first thing you said was like, I don't like, I don't like small talk. I don't like answering questions. And like, I'm pretty sure the first thing you said to me was something about, oh, my skydiving prompt. And then the conversation just went from there. And I was like, I don't know anything about you, but we're just talking, we're like bantering. Is banter a word or yes. a n- noun? It's a verb, I believe. I like our banter. Is that like ban? It's a verb. Depends on how you use it. Can I do both? Like it can be like we are bantering. That would be a verb. But if you say I, I like, like our banter, that that's would be not- a noun. I know that, but I'm saying can it be both? At the same time? No, I'm just saying is banter a noun or a verb or is it both? can be both okay okay because like okay never mind we're not gonna we're not gonna go down that rabbit hole um yeah okay so we matched like three days ago what made you swipe on me um if you can remember i don't know your hinge well i'm gonna say that's (laughs) that's really putting me on the spot i mean obviously like i thought you were cute um but i did i did like and comment on this guy i mean prompt because everybody's always like yeah let's do it and it's like well i've actually done it and so as a first date though not as a first date um which i explained to you why because like if you if you've never been skydiving uh they say expect to be there for like at least 
two hours, mm-hmm. if not more, to go up in the plane. So, like, for for all my uh, female listeners, like, who's going to commit to, like, a two- to five-hour date with a guy they just met on the internet right off the bat? You know what I'm saying? Me. What did the prompt say? What was the prompt? I can pull it up. Would you like, would you like me to pull it up? Yes, please. Okay. I don't remember. I think it was something like, oh, I remember. I remember. It was, I'll, I'll pick the topic you pick, or you start the conversation. And I said, what is your idea of the best first date? And can, or what is your idea? Uh, Do you have The it? best first date can be anything as long as it's actually doable. Don't say skydiving if you don't actually want to skydive. Okay, yeah. So I did that because, so I'm going to, I'm about to tell you why I wanted to do this podcast. So back in... August. Well, we're about to just dive right into it. I have never really been like focused on dating, like all throughout my life. I've been like an athlete. Like I've been just like never really focused on guys. I was like, you know, they're just there. They're not like anything special. Um, and then this last summer I was like, I want to like push myself to like meet new people and actually like go out. So I was like, I'm going to go on 10 dates in one month. 10 first dates in one month and record like and record an episode on that and I asked every single guy I matched with like the only thing I asked was what is your idea of the best first date and can we do it and the responses I got were so like just they were awful um they were just really boring and like y'all I want to like go to like I don't know go to a bar or something and like I say that that's boring only because it's like if you literally could have the best first date, that's what you would choose. Like you wouldn't do anything else. So then I had someone say, well, why don't we go like cliff jumping and then like picnic or something? I was like, that's fucking fun. And then we did that. And then I ended up dating that guy for like three months. Um, but no, like the guys that said skydiving, like they would say, yeah, like let's go skydiving. And then I'd say, okay, just to see what they would say. And then they'd be like, no, actually, like, that's, like, kind of expensive. Like, I don't really, like, want to pay for that. Or, oh, no, like, no, I don't really. I'd rather go with my friends. So I'm, like, why say that? I don't know. Like, I'm a very literal person. Like, okay, I'm asking you, like, what you want to do. Anyway, so that's why we are here. Don't just talk about it. Be about it, right? Yeah. So I was, like, do you want this, like, first day to be a podcast episode? Because I feel like that'd be pretty funny. Yeah, and I was, like, fuck yeah. Fuck them other guys, you know? Yeah, because, like, when's the last or the next time you'll – be asked to be what does that tattoo say it's very distracting how to be a human being yeah it's uh it's the most recent one um <clears throat> it's like off of a glass animals album which like i, I mean that. i'm a fan of them like not enough to like get a tattoo of something like for that purpose on my body um mm-hmm. for me it it was just something like remember how to be like a human being so remember to be empathetic and care for others and you know not just like put your needs or focus on how much money can I make in my career Mm -hmm. or just whatever it is just like remember that very basic like human level connection that kind of drives all of us and don't get caught up in all the stuff that seems like it matters yeah like impressing people and stuff that doesn't actually matter Mm -hmm. so that's kind of that's kind of to me why I got it and I just also really really like the uh, handwriting it's, uh, it's actually the uh, handwriting of the lead singer for glass animals oh cool i love that Thank sorry you. we just like jump topic really quick or jump topics so i know i really don't know anything about you because you didn't really want to answer questions and so i was like okay let me not be annoying um but 
yeah, all I know is that you live up north and um, we kind of match energy like with sarcasm and like banter. I don't know. We already talked about being too sensitive or whatever, but I like don't even know what you do for work. I know you're a web developer. That's what your profile said because I made that coding joke because you said you had a fatter ass than me. (laughs) For those listening at home, I do. Rude. No, you don't. They need to know. No, you don't. Okay, but it's well-shaped. I'm not going to comment. Okay, that's a yes. <laughs> um, so what I actually do is I work uh, in, like, software automation, um, what's called, like, DevOps, and I won't bore everybody to death, but basically, like... For me, please. Basically, you take a process that, like, you know, you have to do, whether it's, like, upgrading software, deploying a new version of something, and that can be, like, a really long manual process, so, like... Uh, what I do is I lead a team of people that like we come in and we try and you know script out stuff and basically say hey now instead of your process being totally manual and taking eight hours it's now you know you configure some stuff click a button and you're done in like you know an hour so it's really just about uh, saving the business time um, trying to keep as much uptime as we can because you know like with anything IT your stuff has to be up to make money and so the less up to, or the less downtime you have the more money you make mm-hmm. so i liked i mean i'm definitely a nerd don't get me wrong but i like to think that like i'm one of the cooler Very nerds cool. you could say yeah like mm-hmm. uh, a lot of people that i know are like yeah i've been coding my own video game which is like cool that's awesome like do your thing mm-hmm. but like on the weekend i'm like you know i'm not gonna code i'm not gonna think about work like yeah i'm gonna go out and i'm gonna do stuff completely unrelated yeah so fair um okay yeah so now i know what you do uh what do you want to talk about really yeah anything Uh, literally anything literally anything literally anything okay so let's let's go back to the topic of uh of hinge guys okay um so the thing, the thing with hinge guys, especially like when talking to someone on like a first date that I always love is like hearing some of the like stuff that they'll like try and say or do uh-huh. to think like it'll work. Cause it always makes me feel like so much better than about myself. Right. Can you give me an example? So like, for example, you know, like, let's say I'm going through hinge and like, you know, I like a prompt, like, you know, like I did and I responded to the prompt with mm-hmm. something that like, you know, I didn't spend forever thinking about, but like, I didn't just, you know throw you didn't just like it right versus like uh you know some dude coming on and being like you know that ass looking fat though or something it's like that's a picture of me and my college get graduation like okay you know like the fuck mm-hmm. so it always, it always makes me feel better because like i have like decent human manners mm-hmm. and know how to interact with people mm-hmm. on a very basic level which apparently a lot of guys in the dating scene are missing nowadays you did jump right to comparing our asses though like a few messages later respectfully you know respectfully so what did you want to ask about that hinge guys what about it i just want to know okay so like the 10 dates in a month was okay. that like in the past was that recently and that like, was in august of last okay. year okay and besides the one that you said went well, how mm-hmm. did some of those go? Like, let's hear some of the horror stories. Like... I went on one. I literally, no, I went on two. I went on two and just that first guy, oh God, I don't really want to get into that. But I was like, wow, I really like this guy. And then I started thinking like, why am I doing 10 dates in a month? Like, what's my purpose? 
Oh, let me backtrack and say it was really hard to get 10 people to actually commit to a date. Some of like most of the guys that I matched with would be like, yeah, like we can hang out sometime. And I'm like, there is no intention in that. And like, I hate being that person that's like, why are you on the app? But also, why are you on the app? Like, why can't we just be straight up honest? Like, hey, I'm actually not that interested in going out, but like, I'd love to just chat. Or hey, I'm not interested in dating, but like, I'd love to hook up. But now this time around, since I have like redownloaded the app, I took like a six month hiatus of just like, what am I doing? Uh, it hasn't been as bad, but I really just wanted to like, for my own experience, just meet new people and see, I really like psychology and like the human brain and why people do what they do. And so it was honestly like, I wouldn't say a game, but I was just checking it out and seeing how people were acting and they all acted the same. So here we are. These men ain't worth shit, huh? No, they're not. I can, I can tell you from, from a guy's perspective, usually it's like a 50, 50. Like I've seen instances where a guy doesn't like really want to commit to anything. And and a lot of times that can be like, Oh, I'm not that interested. And I kind of like low key just want to hook up, but like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to say that. And then I think there's also times where it's like, okay, a girl is like being forward and like wanting to do stuff. It kind of, it kind of almost catches you off guard. Mm -hmm. Like if I'm, you know, it's like if I'm out somewhere and like a girl like compliments me on something, it just like, you know, catches me so off guard because it's just like so, so uncommon. So for like a, a girl to be like, Oh, like this is, you know, this is going well. It's, uh, you know, let's do this and that at that time. Mm-hmm. It's like, it almost makes like, depending on the situation, like you could be like sketched out. Like if a girl, like an attractive girl told me like, Hey, let's hang out. Like come here. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, Oh shit. I'm going to wake up with like missing a kidney or something. Right. <laughs> Cause it's just that that's the way it is. Is like, it's so kind of expected for like you know, the guy to kind of take the charge and be like, Hey, I plan this, let's do this. And you know, every guy's different. They kind of do it at their own pace. So like when a girl does it, it's kind of like, wait, wait, hold on. Yeah. Like, can she do that? Yeah. Type thing. I understand that. I think like society has a lot of unlearning to do when it comes to relationships and like the female male roles. And cause like now I was just talking about this with my best friend, Taylor, like, I have such a great life. I can buy myself flowers. I can take myself to a nice dinner. I can do all these things for myself. And like, I don't need a man to do those things for me. I don't need someone to like come and fill those missing gaps because there aren't any missing gaps. I guess the only literal missing gap is like a sexual partner, but it's like everything else I can pretty much do on my own. And like history has never seen that before. And so I think like, it's hard for, I don't really know where I was going with that, but just like things are changing and roles are being questioned. And I don't know. I understand the hesitation of a girl approaches you and like hits on you. It's like, Whoa, that's not, I'm not used to that. What do I do with that? Um, but I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. (laughs) I mean, it's, it's definitely one of those things that like you would think like, Oh, Hey, jump on it you know grab Mm. grab the reins and and go but it's just like one of those things you don't know why your brain works that way but it kind of like psychs you out a little bit like what what's gonna happen here yeah like this is not normal territory exactly but I mean like I think once like 
at least for me, once I get past like that kind of initial hump, like, you know, I, I appreciate it, you know? Yeah. Cause like it is, it's fucking 2022. Like, yeah. you know, like, don't get me wrong. I'll do my thing. Like, you know, I'll plan a, some dates and stuff or whatever, but mm-hmm. like you plan a couple, like take my ass out, pamper me. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> that's a, that's a two way street. Like I'm looking. He's going to hate that. Sorry. Who? Reed, my best friend continue is well hold on hold on is <laughs> is reed a guy or a girl Reed's a girl okay so reed is like the type of girl that like would what expect like a man to plan everything no and... but i guess like initially initially like the courting so this is what's interesting women who are like no i can do everything i want but like where's the chivalry like that's kind of a double standard of like i can do anything that a man can do but i still want you to do x y and z you know what i mean no i get that so like as much as I am very confident in who I am and like I know what I want, I'm willing to, you know, put myself out there and like ask someone out. Like I would appreciate especially like in the initial phase of like courtship or whatever, like hey, you make the plans, you put in the effort. But I don't know if that is a double standard. So the question the question I have and not to go a little off topic, but how long has a uh has Reed and her boyfriend or her husband or whatever the situation has been together? Seven years. I went to really? their wedding last year. Congrats to them. She yeah. must know something that we don't. No, seriously. She says all the time, like, I wish, like, no, I don't know what I would do if I was dating right now because, like, her and her husband Cooper were high school sweethearts and they just, like, I don't know, were are a literal match made in heaven and I, I don't even know what... I don't know what she would do if she was dating right now because it's like a war zone. But <laughs> a war zone. That's that's what we're going with. But um, I think if it re- if the relationship is established, yeah, like it's not always a your the man is gonna pay for everything and do everything because like that's just not fair. But I think like in the initial stages, historically speaking, like a guy has to show their interest first. I wouldn't disagree and I don't know I don't know if this is going to be like controversial I feel like it shouldn't be but like on the flip side of that and I'm not just talking like me in general I'm just talking like as a like for guys like Mm -hmm. you know like what what are you doing to show that that like effort is worth it not like that sounds like that sounds shitty right off the bat like oh like what can you know like, what do I this, get out like, of this? This, yeah. And, like, what can this woman do for me? Which, mm-hmm. like, that's, like, not how I mean it. It's, like, what are your expectations? Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And, you know, if I was, like, unemployed, like, not really looking for a job, and then, like, you know, I matched with a girl that was, like, an astrophysicist or an astronaut, some crazy shit, mm-hmm. right? It's, like, why would she want to put effort into that? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just because, like, I haven't really shown anything that's like, hey, mm-hmm. like, let's do these things. Like, put in put in this effort type of thing. Yeah. Which, again, I feel like it makes me, like, come off as shitty. But, like, from... I don't think so. I understand, like, the, the speculation behind it. Um, because I think it is... It, dating is obviously a two-way street you know like both people are wanting something out of it we also have to think of it from the perspective like let's say let's just say you did make it through like 10 dates right Mm -hmm. 
and let's just say like for you know this particular set of dates like you were gonna pay or whatever mm -hmm. you know what i mean which i have no problem with like i'm very old-fashioned that way like the first couple times like it's like if we go somewhere like you know i'm definitely i'm definitely paying you know mm -hmm. but like if you were to go say on like 10 dates i would say if you're going to dinner probably looking anywhere from like say 50 to 100 bucks mm -hmm. per date so i mean you know it's like a, almost an extra thousand dollars per month yeah. not not to say that there aren't these guys out here that aren't you know like shitty and they're like oh hey i'll take you out like using my mom's netflix subscription <laughs> type thing yeah. but a lot of a lot of dudes either can't or don't want to be spending you know mm -hmm. however many extra hundreds of dollars or thousands of dollars per month is another way yeah. to look at it per se hmm? <laughs> what are you looking for just surveying, you know, staying, okay, just staying, ag staying agile. I promise no one's going to come out and steal your kidney. You don't have to worry about that. Okay, but what about like part of my liver, you know? Not there's there's a lot of organs. You're wearing a fancy ketchup shirt from Whataburger, I just realized. You're right, nobody's going to want my organs. What else do you want to talk about? Or I'm going to start answering questions. Well, answering or asking? I mean, asking questions. Well, like, okay, let's say, let's say, like... I'm just talking like in general as a woman, not like necessarily you per se. Okay. What do you think the general consensus would be? Like, say you go on a date with this guy. He's planned the thing, you know, great date, mm -hmm. uh, looks just like his pictures, you know, great conversation, seems real nice. Like, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Like, mm -hmm. he's like, okay, there could be something here. Mm -hmm. And the end of the date comes and he has to split the check. Yeah. W would that be something that bothered you? I'd be a little turned off. I'm not going to lie. I personally am the kind of type that I always argue at the table. I'm always like, no, I got it. Mm -hmm. That's just how I was raised. Like, I'm very independent. But I need someone that's going to be like, no, I got it. Or fine, we can split it or whatever. Um, but I think it is awkward. I actually had this happen to me a, several years ago. We, this was like... God, I don't know. I was like 18, 19. And this guy took me to sushi and it was literally all you can eat for $10. So our bill was like $20. Like it was not, it was not a lot. This was like the check came and he was like, you got it right. And I literally was like, I put down like $26 or something and I just got up and left. And I like didn't talk to him again. He didn't even try and reach out to me again, which I thought was like the worst. But I don't know. It was just like, it just put me off so much. Uh, it's just awkward. It, it is really awkward. And like I said, that's like why I don't do it. But like you understand kind of where I'm coming from on that. Like imagine, imagine you go on a terrible date. Like this guy's like rude, entitled, mm -hmm. like drinks way too much. And mm -hmm. then you get like a $110 bill. Mm -hmm. Well, I would never go out with someone like that. Okay. But I. <laughs> as, as I'm here. Okay. You're. I've already vetted you enough to where you're like, okay, you're like you're in my living room. Vetted, vetted me enough. I showed up like no, no resistance. Like <laughs> I could like easily have a gun, a bomb, like, or even worse, like just like some tape or something that I'm going to put all over the walls. And then when you pull it off, like the paint comes off and it's like, you either got to repaint it yourself my roommate loves to or paint. you're not getting, Hey, well, <laughs> What are you going to do? What are you going to do in life when you don't have a Lauren, you know? <laughs> Lauren's going to save my life no matter where I'm at. It doesn't matter if I'm married and have 10 kids. If I need something, I'm calling Lauren and she's going to I'm it. very I'm very independent. It's just 
Lauren handles all my problems. Okay, ask me questions. Are you having fun? Yes, they are real. I'm sorry, what? Huh? Oh, well, I thought you were talking. I said, are you having fun? Yes. Are you talking about your titties? Yes, they are. They are real. Same. Okay. I just didn't know if anybody was wondering. Don't look. So. Wait, so you are having fun? Yes. Okay, good. Um, and yes, any... I'm also looking, but sorry. I know. I kind of were. I'm just, fuck, I'm hot. I'm physically hot in this house because Warren keeps it to 78 and I'm fucking do you I'm, do we need to get out of here like you guys need to like death match it out like we might have to box like did someone forget to do the dishes last time and y'all just no. like need to like we actually have a very good living environment we never even have to argue about that I feel like on next week's episode I'll have Lauren on my podcast and we'll get to the bottom of this you will have a podcast I could start one but stealing my shine what's gonna start me stop me from starting one your hat says be nice yeah. So be nice. But it faces away from me, so I don't have to. <laughs> well, I'm telling you to be nice. Okay. Do you have any siblings? Uh, I have one sister. She's 29. So she turned 29 this year, three years older. And uh, she lives in Houston. What's y'all's relationship like? Um, we have a good relationship in the sense of, like, we've got each other's backs no matter what. And, you know, we like each other. The but standard. Yeah, but, like, we're just very different people. Like, growing up, she was very um, do what mom and dad said, mm -hmm. uh, align with their beliefs, like, politically, religiously, whereas, like, I was the complete opposite. I kind of branched out and uh, did my own thing, which, I mean, like, my parents and my sister and I, we're all cool. It doesn't, like, strain our relationship, but I'm definitely very very different from like uh, an ideological standpoint mm -hmm. on a lot of things pretty much most everything mm -hmm. so Does, is she married she is uh she got married not that long ago and were those the um wedding pictures on your profile when you said oh wait no on your instagram and it was like i always end up with the prettiest women or something and it's like a picture of i don't know a mom and it was it was me and my girl. mom and then the flower girl mm -hmm. and then me and my sister mm. hey it's predictable but you know when it works it works you know what i'm saying it worked you're sitting um, in my living room with <laughs> possibly a gun or some kind of narcotics i you can search the house you're safe here no i'm talking about me oh i was like mm. someone someone should have searched me i walked right past the metal detector okay well i'm not scared of you so most women probably aren't you're I'm just not. like an average white guy whoa hey hey <laughs> No, no, no. That's like average white guy. That's like I had a phase where I was like bleach blonde. Oh, you did? Yeah. Wow. I'll show you a picture while I tell the story. Please. Um, I'm I'm scro scrolling awfully slow. I'm sorry. I'm not. I wasn't paying like too much attention. Slow. I'm sorry. I'm a guy. I only have like 300 photos in my camera roll, That's why it and it be easy to and it, it still it still takes me forever. Oh my god. Also, what's up with this angle? I'm like looking at your dick in basketball shorts. <laughs> okay, you can't see it. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, wait. I have to go back to the start of the video. This reminds me of this. <laughs> your chain's like hanging as you're bending over. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, I got it. I got the picture. I feel like there's, if we press this subject further, there's going to be a lot of hurtful things said in my direction, and I just don't know if my feelings could take that. No, no, that's like a... <laughs>
Are you on TikTok? No. Okay, I'm not either anymore, but there's like... <gasps> I'm 26. <laughs> hey, there are 30-year-olds on TikTok. Um, there was like this trend where girls would like make the face of what it was like whenever a guy was like over them and like their chains were like, oh, hang- I've hanging. Oh, yeah, I've that's seen the, that. That's the, yeah. That's what you were thinking about? Mm-hmm. I feel like nobody got that vibe except for you. <laughs> well, so. no one can see the video. But Get your mind out. I'm like blushing. Get your mind out of the gutter, <laughs> pervert. Okay, so your sister, y'all have an average relationship. How are your parents? What are they like? Aside from you disagreeing or going away from their, you know, religious whatever. Uh, my parents. My parents were awesome. You know, were? they were. Well, I mean, they still are. Both of them, they're still still alive, still together. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, my parents, my parents are awesome. Um, We're always very um, supportive of me growing up. Like, uh, whether it was like, you know, financially, like I played uh, travel baseball growing up, which gets expensive. And Mm -hmm. I took guitar lessons for I don't know how many years. So, you know, paying for all that and then also just supporting my interests and, wanting to do that I'm you know I'm very I'm very thankful because it's like one of those things you hate growing up but then you kind of get to that age where okay all of it starts to like you know pay off all the like discipline and all the things they instilled in you and it's like okay you understand that like not everybody was given that opportunity and so it becomes like something that you know you're really thankful for I agree I'm yeah I agree I'm in the same boat I think with my parents of like we have we disagree on a lot, but like, I wouldn't be who I am today if it weren't for them sacrificing moving to America, starting with literally nothing in their bank account, supporting everything that I have ever wanted to the best of their abilities, and like teaching me like how to be who I am today. I guess so. I can relate. Where did That's Where did it. your parents move from? South Africa. Really? Did you not see that on my profile? God. Who, who reads bios these days? You know what I'm saying? Actually, it's not a part of the bio. It's a part of the little listed section. Joke's on her. I don't know how to read. I just okay. I just look at the pictures. Well, yes, I'm from Durban originally. Moved here when I was like two. Moved to Dallas when I was two. And then I moved to Austin like two years ago. You ever go back? Mm, like The last time I went back was... A few months after I graduated college in 2019, so I went from like November to February, and then the pandemic hit in March, and that's when I moved here. But I try and go, like, oh geez, I don't know, like every couple years. I want to go back in December, but obviously with things happening, it's not the easiest. Oh, for sure. But I've been back maybe like a handful of times, or like eight nine times if i can count back but yeah well okay so going back to the original point of like me not liking small talk like i understand at some point like you know you have to get that stuff out of the way like get to know somebody mm-hmm. but like how many first dates have you been on with a guy and they're like where are you from That's you have any nice. you have any siblings what do you do for work do you yeah, like it I kind of, yeah. it's just something that like obviously like that's important like you know if you go on a date with a guy and they're like oh what do you do for a living and you're like oh like i'm in marketing or whatever and you're like what do you do and he's like oh like i murder p- 
people, you know, it's like, okay, this is not a match. Like it's important stuff to know, you know what I mean? Or they're like, I work for the office of the governor. And it's like, okay. So why didn't you ask those questions? Were you just waiting until if we met? I think I'm a very much like in person. Hmm. Nothing. Okay. I'll just listen to it. I'm and sorry, I'll, I keep cutting you off. We'll have to we'll have to timestamp it and we'll say Ben cheeky. Ben has bad grammar right here. Timestamp it so I can watch it back. Continue. Um, I lost my train of thought now. Sorry. <laughs> what was I talking about? You said. Oh, uh, okay. No, I got it. So like, I'm I'm very much like an in person, which I know is like such a dumb bitch thing to say because like everybody says like call me <laughs> on it. I'm basic as fuck for that. I. I understand and respect your opinion of me being a bitch. Um, You're not. But, like, I don't know. I think on the phone or, like, in person, um, you can really kind of get to know someone a lot better. Yeah. Like, um, I'm really big on, like, if I'm talking to someone, especially if it's, like, something kind of, like, more personal, like, more intimate, I like to, like, very much, like, you know, have eye contact not like stalker level eye contact but (laughs) i think right i think it's like a good way to show like that you're interested and also like kind of establish a connection because you can actually Mm -hmm. it's not just a number like a name across the screen and it's like how let me let me read this in like 10 minutes and think of something yeah clever to respond you know like you're kind of you're kind of on the spot so you really have like no choice but to be yourself Mm mm-hmm but I don't know. That's just my thoughts on it. I appreciate that, though. So when were you... You said one thing that not irritated me, but you were like, I don't make plans. Like, I really suck at making plans. Were you going to ask me out to have these conversations? Or were you waiting for me to say something? I think I definitely was, but I don't think it was going to be like some grand gesture which like i guess that's something like i'm trying to work on Mm because like obviously being a stranger on the internet you have to have like some kind of nailed down plans but like i'm very much like uh we'll text you after work one day and be like hey like let's go like grab dinner here or something or like let's go you know nine o'clock eleven o'clock let's go grab like some ice cream or you know Mm -hmm. let's just go like do something i'm very much like not the hey like thursday six days from now let's go to like this restaurant at this time um which like i said i'm trying to work on that because like you need to set kind of those i guess barriers and ground Mm -hmm. rules with like someone you haven't met so they don't think that you're like a meth producing like killer with a gun yeah and also like again back to the whole intention thing like if your intention is, yeah, I want to get to know you, I am just this type of way, then that's different. But if you don't really share your intentions with the other person and you don't really make plans, then it's like, why are you here? Like, what are you, what do you want? Um, but those dudes are the fucking worst. That's you. You just described yourself. <laughs> I'm the fucking worst. You did. You did kind of. I did ask you why you were on Hinge, and you did give me an answer. So I did appreciate that. But. Hey, all, all honesty over here on this on this ship. Well, yeah, and that's the one thing is like when guys, God, like just why lie like. If your intention is to hook up, you will find someone that wants exactly to hook up. Like, like how just be honest. How how bad are you at 
having a conversation with a woman that like you have to try and lie to someone to get them to sleep with you like yeah. you could literally put in your bio like i'm looking to have like mediocre sex with you for one night and never talk again and like mediocre I sex for 20 seconds we, we all know a guy like that <laughs> maybe some of us have uh, been with a guy like that not I, not I was like not me but maybe someone else at this table no not me no I've never nothing, experienced that nothing but again, prince charming well can you please drink more i'll drink a whole bottle by myself okay so. tough guy red flag Red flags. Okay, let's that's a good question. What are your red flags? You can be honest, because I'll answer if you want to know. Okay. Um, I'm scared. Is this off the record? It's on the record. It's on the podcast. Off the record, like, here, though? Like, are you going to use this against me? This is our first date. This is how I'm getting to know you. <laughs> <laughs> of course. You normally ask this question and get positive responses? I feel like you I feel like you're just looking for disaster if you ask this question, you know? Okay, let me let me start. What are your green flags? Red flags. Okay, so two no, green flags. No, no, no. This is more fun. It's more okay, fun. okay. So, my red flags are that um a lot of times depending on the situation, it can be like about the chase. Okay. Which is, like, not good, you know what I mean? It's about, like, the chase of, like, getting someone to, you know, whatever it is, whatever your goal is, go on a second date to like you, to love you, to sleep with whatever it is, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, And then, like, you know, once the chase has ended, it's like, okay, that spark's kind of gone. Mm-hmm. That... Typical man. <laughs> that's not just your red flag. That's literally the entire everyone. The entire male population. Um. And then I would say, like, just, like, long-term commitment, per se. Not that, like, I'm against it, but, like, um, I'm, like, very, very picky with, like, if I'm going to date someone, like, exclusively. And I think it's, like, I'm very picky because, like, yeah, I know what I want now, but I also feel like it's almost used as a defense mechanism sometimes. Like, oh, if I'm, like, really picky, you know, then I can kind of rule someone that's probably good for me out mm-hmm. so that, like, so that way I don't get hurt. Okay. Um, and I think I think I do that because, like, my last, my last relationship was, like, four years and we lived together for, like, three of them. When did that end? Um, that was in, like, late, late, 2019 so okay. like right uh towards like uh, the startish of 2020 almost um and so like that i mean you date someone for that long especially if you live with them like that kind of fucks you up you know because mm-hmm. you basically have to relearn how to kind of like do life day to day yeah and so it's like if i'm like dating someone like if i like if i'm like my intention is to like date you or date someone like you know, I'm like playing, I'm playing for keeps. Like, okay, we've gone, you know, on however many dates it is. It's not like two dates. I'm like, oh, we're official. It's like, we've gone on, you know, an appropriate amount of dates. And it's like, okay, I could see like a real mm-hmm. future with this person. And I think a lot of times, you know, that rules a lot of people out, mm-hmm. um, whether it's like something that's like unintentional and like maybe a little bit toxic and kind of a red flag of like subconsciously protecting myself or, you know, where it's just sometimes like, okay, like, I went on a date with this person or two dates and they were fine. Just not for me type thing. Mm-hmm. So I, I would say those are probably probably my two biggest 
those are deep red flags yeah i i don't i was expecting like i stay up too late I mean, those are good 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 red flags not good <laughs> but like good thank you for sharing that's that's her looking right past him everybody <laughs> i can fix him no mm, no i have dropped that narrative i promise you uh which is why i've been single for i don't even count the last guy what fuck him yeah i know so have you dated anyone since that four-year relationship um i've like dated i wouldn't say like i have not dated anybody like to where we've had the conversation of like we are like you know together officially like we are exclusive i've had people that like you know i've dated for like a month two months you know Mm -hmm. and like as it gets to that point you know there's like a breaking point of like are we actually doing this or are we are we just kind of like yeah exactly and it's not like i mean if i find someone that i like it's not like oh i'm like dating them for like two months while also like dating all these other people it's like okay if this person has potential Mm -hmm. then it's like okay this goes on like the side and like let's focus on this and see where it goes i think um the red flags partnered with like i think at times like i can be a lot like i can be like define a a lot i think that like i'm always like go 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 and i guess this could almost be toxic too like i feel like you know now's the time like when i'm young Mm -hmm. and like i don't want to look back on things and like be like oh damn i should have done this so it's like oh hey go take that trip go you know do this go Mm -hmm. get that tattoo like do do whatever like when i went skydiving um i was in denver and my buddy was like oh like didn't you say you wanted to go at one point i was like yeah i've like was supposed to go last time i was here with my uncle but i got food poisoning and he was like let's do it so we called him and they're like yeah we've been opening the next morning and so like the next morning you know we were jumping out of a plane Mm -hmm. so i'm very like whatever my brain thinks of at the time like let's let's take it and run with it which can, I guess, be sometimes frustrating to try and keep up with or manage around. Yeah. Makes sense. Good that you recognize that, though. I recognize it, but it's not necessarily, like, something I want to change about myself. Yeah. I feel like once I meet the right person, like, they'll match that energy and kind of match that chaos a little bit. So. (laughs) Not saying we're a match, just saying I'm kind of the same way. I'm a little more, like, methodical with my decisions, but I'm definitely, like, I have done some weird shit spur of the moment, and I just run with it. Cover your ears, Dad. He knows pretty much everything that I've done. Um, Not everything, but, Please please don't kill me, Dad. (laughs) But, like, as far as, like, last-minute trips go or, like, like that date that I went on where we went cliff jumping and, like, jet skiing, I literally drove up to this guy's five million dollar lake house and like he was home alone and i could have fucking died but i didn't and i like went jet skiing and like i'm like i don't even know you i just met you two two days ago on the internet things like that that are a little questionable but like i'm like i'm in it for the experience so so this guy had a five million dollar lake house Mm. and you're here in your living room talking to me daddy's money doesn't last very long i was like could have been your money <sighs> Chill. She said I was a mean girl. I don't want to get into that. I was like, I could see that a little bit. Uh, why? I don't know. I'm hurt. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Maybe some of us are into it. Uh, okay. Yeah, I get triggered <laughs> by that. I get a little triggered whenever someone says I'm mean. 
I just have a very strong personality and like I'm not sensitive compared to a lot of people like I said before he bottled up all of his emotions and then let it out at one time and I was like typical like man child who can't like process his emotions I think going back to the mean thing I think like it all just depends in which I'm not trying to like speak for you or like put words in your mouth how you feel but like mm-hmm. my perspective on things like just in general is like it depends on like the context it's which it, it's used mm-hmm. so like uh normally like a word might mean something but like when you're dating it means like when you're out in the dating game it means something else that's like uh you ever heard of like the term nice guy yeah but say more so like n- obviously like you want to be like a nice guy like you don't want to go on a date with a girl and be like you know a douchebag and just all around a jerk mm-hmm. like you you want to be nice to her so she'll like you mm-hmm. but like nice guy also has like another connotation people say like oh this guy has like nice guy energy mm-hmm. which like means like okay it's like a little it's a little creepy okay like have you, you ever heard that before not not really about nice guy like what comes to mind for me is simp kind of like yeah like very much like, like i'll treat has, you now has a negative connotation it's like very much like, oh, I'll treat you like the queen you are kind of energy, yeah. which like isn't a bad like mentality to have if you're in a relationship with someone. But like for someone you've been on like no dates with or like hasn't really yeah acknowledged you per se to like go and be like, oh, like I worship the ground you walk on. Yeah. Like That's like real nice guy energy, which you, you don't want because like, I mean, maybe maybe girls do and maybe that's like no. why I'm single. But yeah, no, no, I would no. say I don't. I'm at a point right now where like, I think that's love bombing. I think love bombing, have you heard the term love bombing? Before? No, I have not. Okay, love bombing is where, and this is what I experienced in that relationship, was flowers every single week, candy, chocolate every other day. Like, I'm going to take you out three times a week. This is, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but that's love bombing. Like, extensive, like, let me be, like, your slave kind of thing. I want to give you everything you've never had before. That's love bombing. That is a toxic form of, like, showing appreciation or value or whatever. But that actually is a form of narcissism because that's not actually out of love. That's not out. That's not actually out of intent. That's like, I want something at the end of this rope that I am, you know. Well, it also, in my opinion, makes them like not like an equal partner when yeah. that's like the dynamic. It's like almost not like you're dating. It's just like you have someone. That's doing that do yeah it does but things the and thing buys things is, like most people that are stuck in a love bombing situation don't ask for it so good example my friend old coworker was in Arizona for a work trip and this guy that she had known of lived in this city that she was in and he was like I want to take you out like I'd love to meet you I know we've known of each other whatever he picks her up in a Lamborghini and takes her to Nobu. And she's like, I don't even know you. Like, why Like, why are you doing this type of thing? And, like, that is kind of red flaggy in a way because it's like you, you, you don't need to go to all those measures just to prove that you're, like, a good person, you know, or, like, worth dating. Like, that's kind of love bomb behavior. It's, it's definitely, like, a compensation of, like, look at these things yeah. I have because, like, as on, a per, on, like, a level as a human being, I'm just, like, not Shit. secure with myself or yeah. I'm not. I'm taking a nicer approach. <laughs> no, we're honest here. I'm kidding. Um, maybe, I don't know if girls do this, but, like, there's certain things, like, 
we omit from like our profile because like we don't want to come off as like arrogant or like a douche you know what i mean or like or like we just don't what's something that you have omitted but you could potentially add um well so like i mean i play the guitar and i think like i've been doing it for you know 13 14 years so like i like to think that i'm you know Decent. decent at it at least you know but like I feel like if I put that on, like, my profile, like, it's just not natural. Like, where on your profile are you like, oh, I play guitar or, like, put a video of it. It just, to me, it seems like you're kind of pandering. And what does pandering mean? Like, you're almost, like, you're throwing it out there, like, waiting for someone to comment, like, hoping that they just comment on it or, you know, that'll get someone to like you. And then once you're in that situation, it's like, okay, well, not everybody, but, like, I've, you know, met women that like when they find that out they're like oh that's like super hot like i'm super into that and it's like okay well you're into the fact that it's a red flag of mine that that i can play the guitar and not that <laughs> you know you're uh, yeah you're into that i'm just no i said it's a red flag of mine i'm partially kidding partially not wait it's a red flag that like that you, you play the guitar oh and that Okay, I thought I couldn't tell if you were like it's a red flag that like I put those things on my profile or you're like I'm the girl that's like into those things. I don't particularly swipe on those things. Like I don't have preference to that. Like that's a hobby to me, you know? I'm like, "Good, have your hobbies." I'm not going to swipe on you because of that. I think I mean, I think that's like how it should be. Yeah. But that's not always the case, you know. <laughs> I want to know more about like kind of we talked a little bit about like your upbringing and stuff, mm-hmm. like siblings, where'd you go to college? Like mm-hmm. w- what degree did you have? I'm curious, like kind of you want the life story summed up. Yeah. Kind of like the, the elevator pitch of, you know, <clears throat> here's my ele- <laughs> elevator, elevator pitch, elevator. Wait, the Greg Abbott thing all over again. This is a date. Elevator pitch. Sorry, I thought I was on a Not after you said that, it's not. <laughs> it's done. Um, okay, so I'm from South Africa. I moved here when I was a teeny baby. My parents had nothing. I have two older sisters. One is 35, has two kids. One is 32, has one kid, about to be two, in like a month. Um, I went to school for nutrition, Texas Women's University, all-girls college, Again, was not really interested in boys. That kind of heightened that because I was just like, I'm here for school. Like, I'm not here to party. I'm not here to, like, you know, fuck around. Um, I literally, like, I commuted to school because I live, like, 30 minutes away. I would go to school, go home, work. And then on weekends, I would go to music festivals. That was, like, my thing. So that was, like, my college experience. But I had a really bad eating disorder for, like, six years. And I actually talk about that on my podcast. Um, and so I realized like senior year that I did not want to be a dietitian and I was like, oh my God, get me out of this. Like, I want to recover. I want to be out of thinking about food literally 24 seven. So my last semester I switched to business and industry, which was still like a nutrition focused degree, but it was more of like food product, food product development. How does a tomato from a field turn into pasta sauce? Like, how does that happen? Um, so like that was really interesting to me and now I work in, like I'm a social media freelancer and I'm a yoga teacher. Oh, I probably should have mentioned senior year. 
through the midst of like realizing I had an, had an eating disorder, I wanted to become a yoga teacher. I had been practicing for like six years, five years. And um, I went to India for five weeks and studied. It was the hardest thing I've literally ever done. Um, but yeah, and now I'm here. <laughs> it's casual. ASMR. Okay, you got my El- my Elidator pinch. <laughs> I thought we I thought we agreed we weren't going with. Uh, <laughs> we are. We're going with Elidator. Is it too late to just delete everything? No. Okay. Actually, yes, it's too late. <laughs> this is this is your this is your uh, intellectual property now. Mm-hmm. My voice. Oh, I was gonna say you. There are you have no rights to this, by the way. Well, that's what that's what I'm gonna say. Like, what if like. And, uh, you know, this is just me being a boy dreaming of, of the big stage one day and the lights, you know, uh, what if like, you're like, wow, I really hated that guy. But then people are like, that was entertaining. You should do another episode. What I would then? have you on. You, you do it for the good of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Damn. That's showbiz right there. Heard <laughs> it, heard woman. it here first folks. I don't hate you. I don't think I hate you. Mm. Would you consider this a first date? I would consider this like getting to know each other, but like, I don't know. I mean like, yes and no. Okay. Like, I feel like, yes, it's a date in the sense it's like, okay, two people that are interested in each other, like getting to know each other, mm-hmm. but like. That's what a date is. I think at its core. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think normally you throw in like an activity, this like let's is, This get... is the activity. Well, yeah, it's but like, it's just, it's just an activity that you don't see like as the typical you know like most women are not like come to my house and make a podcast i'm not typical that's a good thing i mean you don't want to be typical that's boring you're wearing a whataburger shirt what why you gotta hate on my <laughs> whataburger shirt what's wrong what's wrong with my whataburger shirt i'm supporting local all right texas Stop. texas texas proud Stop. you know supporting local. Continue. Continue. that's like when i i drink vodka and i drink tito's because we support I local with tito's right Tito's fucks deep me right Eddie, back. Pause. Deep Eddie is my go-to. So when was the last first date you went on? Um, last first date I went on was probably like a month or two ago, maybe. Did you meet her on Hinge? I think yeah, I did. How did that go? Obviously not that great if you're sitting in my living room right now. I mean, it went fine. Like, okay, so horribly. <laughs> no, I, okay, so like. This is going to sound like arrogant and cocky, but like, I feel like I don't have bad first dates. You know, if you ask the women, maybe they've all just been terrible and they just don't want to tell me. But like, I like to think that like, I know how to kind of keep it like within bounds of like what you can say, what you can't say and like keeping it like light, but also like respectful and interesting. So I'm not saying like every date is like a home run and like, oh, like I'm super into her. Like she's super into me, but it's not like one of those horror stories where it's like super awkward and you have nothing to talk about or like, you know, the guy's just like a jerk or, you know, like I try and be very, very conscious and socially aware that, you know, this person is meeting some dude off the internet. So there's probably like a certain level of nervousness in general of not knowing someone. So like, what do you talk about? But then also like just general safety. So like, you know, that's something I like try to account for and keep it, just like light and fun and not do like 
weird things that someone who's a fucking creep might do. What was the worst date you've ever been on? Um, oh, I know I've had like a bad date where like I've known like pretty early on that like, okay, me and this person are like not a match like at all, Mm -hmm. like very just different in the way like we think and we approach things. And, you know, I, I was like, okay, I'll, you know, be a gentleman about it. Like we continue the date, we finish it up and, you know, afterwards let them know like, Hey, like this was nice, but I just don't think it's going to go anywhere. It, in person? it depends. Okay. It depends on the situation. Yeah. I would say, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a percentage, but I just can't think of one off the top of my head. But like, I don't know. I would say it's, it's just dependent. Cause that's like a whole nother can of worms. Mm-hmm. of like girls are like oh hey like i want you to be honest with me mm-hmm. and then you are and like some of them like most women are like you know rational people are like okay i understand i respect your opinion mm-hmm. but then like you have like the people like same as guys that are like that are not you know what i mean like how many girls have like gotten in their car and driven off and then texted a dude like you know the next day like hey i don't think it's gonna work out because they don't want this dude to like assume freak out or you know like Mm -hmm. just get like weird or whatever you know with no way of like protecting themselves so like not to think that like to say i'm like scared for my safety but like i've definitely had times where i've been like straight up with someone like hey i just don't see us dating or working out and like you know i did it as respectfully as i felt you know i could Mm -hmm. and just really bad response you know so it's it's one of those things honest feedback when this is over or maybe on the podcast of this mm-hmm. like no not taking it to my grave why i'm just gonna ask you later we'll leave it leave it a mystery for next week's episode i don't like that cliffhanger you know mm-hmm. you kind of look like david dobrik i was thinking that, like, <laughs> i wanted i wanted to say <laughs> that I was like, god fuck i don't want to say it <laughs> i wanted to say that because i have gotten that before especially like when i wear a black hat yeah right now well, especially when my hair gets like longer, it gets really wavy. So like it'll flip around flip the side. out of your ears. Yeah. Kind of like his does. So I, I have gotten that before, but like, I didn't want to say that cause everybody's been like, wow, this guy's like the cockiest douche ever. And it's probably like a three out of 10. You're not a three out of 10. Three and a half, baby. You heard it here first. You're not a three and a half either. I'm not going to rate you though, but you're not a three and a half. I feel like we've already started down this road, <laughs> point of no return, you know? I don't want to rate you because I'm going to say rate me and I don't want to, I don't want to know what you would rate me. There's like no, there's like no good answer though. Cause like, there's a good answer. No, no, no. Cause like if I was like, Oh, rate me and you say 10 out of 10, it's like, okay, I appreciate that. But that's not true. <laughs> that's not true. Like there, there are like, there are women in Austin. That's like, why would I even waste my time talking to them? You know what I mean? Cause like, I'm clearly not one of those people cause you're on my fucking podcast. Well, like, like you gonna, you gonna go hit on Megan Fox? Like she's married now, but like Megan Fox is like not even human. She's like some other species. But she's, okay. I'm not going to get into that. I don't want to get into that. Okay. (laughs) Okay. But, but you understand the message behind it. Yeah, I understand. Like I, I understand that there's. She's pretty by society standards. I'm pretty by everyone's standards. That's why I'm on a podcast, not a video interview. <laughs> but what I was You're saying. Done. Well, I'm taking the mic away. Should we end this podcast? I don't know. I feel like the podcast of like interesting stuff has like run its course. 
but I also like do very much enjoy just like being mic'd up. I need a tattoo tour. A tattoo tour? Mm-hmm. I got the glass animals one. Okay. Um, this one is just like a little, um, like a little cartoon, like flame. And he's got like a rain cloud above him raining. He's got an umbrella and it just says no bad days, which I know is like stupid and cliche, but like to me, uh, mental health, like especially like my early college years was something that was like always a really, really big struggle for me. Um, so to me, it's something that's like no bad days in the sense that like, yeah, some days aren't going to be as great as others, but like you can't really have a bad day unless you choose to make it a bad day. So like, mm-hmm. he's kind of got his umbrella and he's going out there like into the world and he's like, I'm going to do my thing and I'm not going to let it get to me. Kind of like, uh, it's about your perspective and like making your own happiness. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not just like doom and gloom and everything sucks. Mm-hmm. So it's really just like a reflection of that and like, kind of like a positive spin on it, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, those are only two? No, I have this one on my wrist, too. I uh, need to see it. It says... 10 out of 10. It says 10 oh. out of 10. Um, <laughs> but that's because my birthday is 10-10. And okay. so I sat on it for, like, two days when I was going to get another tattoo. And I was like, that's, like, funny because, like, everybody's like, oh, are you today's date? That shit Because you're, like, yeah. They're like, are you today's date? Because you're 10 out of 10. And I was like, that's like funny because like my birthday is 10 10. So, mm-hmm. and it's not something that's ever going to change. So I was like, you know, that's cute. Why not? Something like conversation starter. Mm-hmm. So, that's it. There's only three. Only three I currently have. I got a few pieces that are probably in the works, but. Sweet. What about you? I have a lot. Are they all like small though? Mm-hmm. Okay. This wave I got a year later also got broken up with or. We broke up, and I was like, just go with the flow, whatever. Um, And then I got this light bulb. Um, This was – I had a friend in – she lived in Denver. We were really close friends. She gave me this book called Light is the New Black, and I was super inspired by it. I read it all in one day, like, while I was on a hike. And um, she committed suicide – like six months later and so this is like a reminder of her her story the book all of that and just like to be the light which is my instagram handle but like focusing on like the good whatever um i got santosha which is sanskrit for satisfaction or contentment it's a yoga word uh it's one of the eight limbs of yoga just like being content with so all my tattoos are like being here now like going with the flow whatever that's like to to me that's really cool because like which one the whole thing well okay so my two favorites would probably be the wave and then the light bulb Mm -hmm. obviously the light bulb being something like very kind of like heavy a little darker like something very no one ever wants to hear that story (laughs) it's like something that's like very personal to you and like i never necessarily would have guessed that and i think that's like a lot of and this is this is gonna sound like cliche and stupid so stop me whenever you get tired of it but that's like kind of how people like look at you just in general Mm -hmm. like they look at you know 
a tattoo or something and they're like oh well that's like stupid and they don't Mm -hmm. understand like the meaning behind it and like the kind of personal weight that that carries yeah and I feel like it's not just tattoos like people do that with so like I think that's like really cool like I don't like being the cliche person that's like oh like what does your tattoo mean you know Mm -hmm. but if someone's like wants to come forward with that like I always think it's cool because like to me like a tattoo is like at least for me it's like a representation of like your personality that you can like outwardly display or something that's like important to you and like us being humans like we're not we're not perfect and so it's like we are obviously if we're not perfect we're imperfect and so that's kind of like tattoos for me kind of help fill the hole a little bit Mm -hmm. if that makes sense yeah they're fun tattoos are hot Oh, did I just find a kink of yours? I hate toxic masculine men, white men. Is that what you see when you look across the table? No. I feel like it's not. No, it's not. Some some big feminine energy radiating over here. <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily feminine, but not like, I don't know. There's just, I was talking about that with uh, someone I met earlier, and she was like, yeah. That's another topic for another time. I'm, I'll be out and like, you know, I'll be like, that's a good looking dude. Yeah. I'm like, like secure guys, in my sexuality to say like, that yeah. is a good looking dude. Like, that's it. Or like guys that like don't want to like paint their fingernails. I don't know. Like it's okay. You don't have to paint your fingernails, but I'm just saying like there is like, why do you feel some type of way about it? I'll say it like dudes that wear nail polish, in my opinion, are hot. It's a, it's a very, it's a very strong divide between like a girl that's like, I'll never be with a guy who paints his nails versus like the girl has internalized misogyny. That girl likes, that girl likes the guy. And actually, no, I'm not going to say that. No, say it. No, because I don't want to, because like it was meant to be a joke, but it's like really just going to come off as like an overgeneralization and like the point of trying to be funny. Which, like, is not, uh, well, they like the guys that, like, are going to do missionary with the lights on for, like, a minute and not call them back. You know what I mean? Stop. Like, the whole thing. The thing is, though, like, (laughs) the toxic masculine dudes are like, oh, look at that guy. Like, you know, he paints his nails and, like, will say something derogatory maybe about them. It's like, bro, the guy that's painting his nails and, like, is tatted at the bar is like the guy that's gonna be like choking your girlfriend later. Like you need to watch out for him. I can't. You know why? Okay, this is a big topic, but the male gaze. You know what that is? Have you heard of that? I feel like I've heard of it, but like if you ask me the definition, I would not. So it's like the male gaze is Channing Tatum. It's these hot, like muscular, tall, like big tan guys like guys look at that and they're like that's what girls want that's who i need to be and so those are the like the gym heads those are the guys that like you know act out in a way that like they think that a girl wants them if that makes sense and it's like no actually girls want emotionally available emotionally intelligent kind empathetic people they don't want 
they don't give a fuck if you have an eight pack or not. But that's that's for girls. Being emotionally intelligent is for girls, bro. We don't do that. No, I know. Like, so I'm saying like we the play male, football, bro. And the male weights. gaze. My eyes. My eyes twitching. Guys think that that's what girls want, but it's not. But they're too in their heads, like too macho to realize, like, hey, you're just attracting. I don't know. There's too much that I want to say about that. I feel like, and maybe this is just me trying to project. Okay. But I feel like at some level, most girls like would be okay with like a guy with like a couple piercings, like tatted up, like the, what you would think like typical bad boy. Mm -hmm. And I think like maybe they're just like, oh, like I can't keep him around or like my parents would approve. Mm -hmm. But like, I think deep down, I would say like a good portion of girls are into it. Yeah, because it's not like, well, I don't, okay, I want to put like all physical attributes aside. If you are emotionally intelligent and emotionally available, like that is who girls want to go for in the long run. The right conscious girls, that's what they want. They don't want guys that are like, I want to lift 400 pounds in my deadlift and like, I don't know. Protein, bro. Protein. But, well, that's like, okay, so like for me, like, I like Machine Gun Kelly. Maybe not so much as rap stuff, per se. But like, Mm -hmm. I wouldn't want to be like that tatted or anything. But like, it's the mentality if he's like, (laughs) I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm going to be like straight up myself. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm about that. Mm -hmm. That's like kind of why I like him because he's like, fuck you. I'm going to be me. Yeah. Do you want to know who my like celebrity crush is? And this is going to say a lot about me. So I hope you're ready for my answer. Who is it? Do you want to take a guess? No. I'm scared. Results now. (laughs) Pete Davidson. (laughs) Okay. So like. They're all literally the same character in a different font. Like Pete Davidson. MGK. Fucking Travis Barker. All these people are literally the same person dating the same fucking Kim Kardashian, Megan Fox, whoever. They're all dating. They all want the same thing, though. So I actually I actually saw a video of like someone commenting kind of like on Pete Davidson. And it made a lot of sense. Like, OK, he's like very open and honest with his issues. So like what you see is what you get. Like yeah. he's very he he's understands his like problems you know Mm -hmm. like he's very i like to think pete davidson is like maybe a guy that's like very i don't want to say emotionally intelligent as a term but like in touch with himself and like knows like what he's about and like kind of what he brings type thing Mm -hmm. and i feel like if i was a woman that would be like something that's attractive because you have someone that's like confident they're like secure in themselves they know like what they're about because it's you know i think it's less common they're less trying to be like i'm this like hot big guy like you don't get to like i'm there's so many secrets i have that you don't get to have and they're just like no i am who i am yeah especially with something like mental health that can be like hard to talk about especially Mm -hmm. on like a so widely public stage you know Mm -hmm. because like i mean you know anything you say at that level is going to receive a lot of love and also a lot of criticism. Mm. So to talk about something kind of so sensitive, you know, that could like really go one direction or the other in like a bad way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cause like mental health is not something to play with. And like, if you open up and then, you know, 50,000 people instantly shit on you, that can like really 
send it in a plummet. So like the fact yeah. that he's open and real about it, like, I don't know. I think, I think it, you know, takes a somewhat level of courage to talk about shit like that. Mm-hmm. And like your fuck ups on a public stage like that. Mm-hmm. So plus he paints his nails. Love that. Which yeah, we've established is hot <laughs> that and tattoos. Okay. We're going to do like, like say it or sh- drink it. So like, I'm going to ask a question. If you don't want to answer it, drink. If you do answer it, then you don't have to drink. But these are kind of like, I'm going to ask you Lauren's questions. I think she got them from somewhere. Uh, do you make your bed every morning? Usually I do not. Hmm, interesting. How do you like to spend your weekends? It really depends. Uh, my weekends are really focused around who I spend them with, not like what I do. So like a lot of times my friends will think of stuff to do and then invite me along and I'm like, yeah, no complaints here. So that's like a wide range of things of like maybe going to like a concert or going out to like rainy street or the domain or like going to Zilker Mm -hmm. or, you know, Barton Springs, just whatever it is. I'm usually pretty up for anything as long as it's with good people. Wholesome. You have to look up, like, never have I ever questions or something and then, like, spin them around a little different. Hey, guess what one of these questions is? What's your dream first date? And you were like, I just want to chat. Lots of drugs and drug paraphernalia. Okay, that is a good question. Have you ever done drugs? No, I love the Lord. (laughs) (laughs) No, I want you to answer, honestly. Yeah, I've done drugs. What kind? Um... As of, like, now, I only, like, do pot, but I've done... Do pot. Yeah, I know. That makes me not sound credible at all. Fucking boomer. Um, <laughs> What's your most shallow reason for not going out on a second date? That's, like, so hard, because, like, it's not like I just have a specific answer queued up. I could probably say there was, like, something, like maybe about their appearance that was like a little off-putting to me but like shouldn't have been a big deal mm-hmm. maybe and like because of that i was like you know i just don't want to but like i can't think of anything like particular off the top of my head i do not want to ask these questions how bad is it i don't want to ask these questions. i feel like you have to now <laughs> what? you can drink if you don't want to answer them Hit me with it. What kind of porn do you search for? <laughs> um, I would. I try not to watch like a lot of porn. I don't know if I even want to hear this answer. I'll hear it though. I'll listen. Well, like, okay, so I don't really watch porn a, like a lot. Like, I would consider it like not very often. I don't know what other guys are doing, but like, I don't really watch porn. Um, but like when I do, it's like pretty standard stuff. Like, you know, a girl with like big ass or like big tits, like nothing, nothing really out there. Okay. I'm uncomfortable. (laughs) Okay. Um, uh, why, what kind of porn are you watching? None. I don't watch porn. Um, So, so they say, I don't think it's good for you. I don't think it's good for your brain. I don't think it is either. And I think like it affects like when you're with like a partner for sure and makes it like not nearly it's as good. already hard enough to build authentic intimacy with another person and porn makes it that much harder exactly like, like i've had 
times where like you know i've like been watching porn and then it's like okay the real thing is like not as interesting and then there have been times where like like now i'd like rarely watch porn and like if i look it up i'm like no like you know it's just yeah. like it doesn't it's odd. it just doesn't seem it doesn't hold the interest like i'd rather the real thing you know what i mean you look at them and you see if you want to ask me any these are horrible <laughs> oh i'm certainly gonna ask them weird <laughs> i like this commercial if or the commercial this question if you could have sex with one person in this room who would it be mooney <laughs> i'm just kidding bro you should have just you should have just taken the hit and said me i know it wouldn't have been pleasant but like i'm just kidding i was, I was like, like now you've now I'm you've made yourself a weirdo yeah, you made yourself a weirdo how many sex toys do you own one what is it <laughs> I, that's not a question on there you just added that. Oh, here we go. Who do you think is the worst dressed person in this room? Me. Thank you for that. My fragile ego could not take that hit. I was about to say, I'm stroking your ego hard right now. I mean, I feel like it's also a little bit true, but that's fine. <laughs> I'm wearing the same thing you are. I'm literally wearing sweats and a hoodie. But I feel like... My titties are popping, so... But I'm also wearing a tank top that's stained. What's popping? Okay. Brand new whip. Nope. Hmm? Nope. You're done. You're done. You're coming home with me. You're done. <laughs> Do you pick your nose? Uh, not like when I was a kid. No, I mean, like, we all, like, from time to time, like, you know, you give it, like, a little. I mean, whatever. yeah, it's part of my body. I can clean it out <laughs> however I want. Right? And if I want to eat it after, I mean, what? Thank, okay. you, thank you to our loyal, loyal listeners, but also fuck you. Thanks for listening to this podcast. I'm going to end it now.